everyone welcome to construction season two episode one brought to you now this is what we've done for the new season we've really gone over budget we've bought three locations that we are now filming from separately that's how much we care about this that's how much time and money we are putting in to you our literal billions of fans in every country around the world wait are you guys talking <laughs> say something <laughs> So okay, I'm sorry. Never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, I'm usually last, so. This is horrible. Hold on one second. I'm so sorry. <laughs> through and through. Always highest quality. Film. Josh leaving? Is, where is Josh going? What is Josh doing? Josh, your hair looks great. <laughs> Good, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> looks looks great. We have we have Josh Robbins. Um, That's me. Hello. <laughs> hello. Hey yo. My name is Linnea Anderson, and we are back for the first episode of our second season of Construction. Uh, if you guys will recall, it's been a while since we recorded the last episodes, but um, the last project we did was called Chums. and it was the story <laughs> of a crime-fighting team of fish friends who had to go and fight the dragons no they had to get the help of the dragons who escaped from the center of the earth yeah from continually spinning faster i remember that now Um, we had like an anti-gravity kind of um a spin in there pun intended yeah a lot of vaporwave aesthetics and then of course there was the purest of all the characters we've ever made um jumbo the non-binary shrimp Uh, yes yeah the legend the legend the life of legend and the um, but today it's time for us to get back to it, I guess. Um, we'll just see, uh, I guess first we should talk about that one obviously was a, um, critical success. They're now, um, turned into, they've turned into a series of live ice shows, actually. <laughs> um, Disney you know, picked it up. Straight um, to ice show, you know? <laughs> yeah, that, that's ice. a sex. It's one of those famous straight to ice show, um, <laughs> That you keep hearing all about. What is going on? Our list got all wackety wackety over here. But um, put it in columns. What do you expect? We can uh, we can just go ahead and roll for our influences. I guess it's one right. uh, sixty one. Minimum one, maximum sixty one. Our first number is six, which Ooh. is low fantasy. Low so fantasy. So low fantasy and high fantasy are slightly different. So yeah, like high fantasy is kind of really extreme out there, like riding dragons and like doing all this other. Low fantasy is a bit more realistic. I, I'd even go as far as say it's like, didn't you see the Witcher Netflix series? Not yes. Yet. That's a bit more yes. <laughs> fantasy. You know, it's... I, it's kind of hard to make the distinction. Okay, here's my here's how I describe it. Low fantasy is like um, it's like implied that there are forces at play that we don't fully understand, but they aren't overt. Yeah, I, it's yeah. I think it's just it it it's it's the most realistic. It's fantasy creatures in a real world. Okay. 
that's how I would put like like where where is Harry Potter in this spectrum? I, I think Harry, Harry Potter is a bit more high fantasy. Yeah. A little bit less realistic than um, high than low fantasy. But so low low fantasy is like some magic at play contributing to the yeah. world, but it's not like blatant. So it's sort right. of like occult, casually occult. Yeah. And then our next number is 45, which is gothic. Mm-hmm. And our final number is 30, which is ninja. <laughs> so a low gothic. fantasy gothic ninja piece. Oh, it's man. Interesting. Oh, yeah, man. Here. Uh, record these at the bottom of the Google document, that would be helpful. Um, then our major events, you got to roll for three of these bad boys. That's between one and 137. Right. 37. So our first number is 83, solar flares. Fucking goddamn. For our major events. Okay. Um, our Very next 2012. Number, our next number is 131, which we have titled Hair Attack. So that's oh left up into in that's Josh actually. Josh is actually a main player in this story. You know, uh, if I could get a haircut right now, I, I would. <laughs> I really would. We gave our dog a haircut and it was actually really, really terrible. Because like none of us have done that before. And he just looks like a fucked up showling monk, you know. <laughs> uh, and the last number we have is kind of appropriate for the current situation we find ourselves in as a nation. Oh yeah. Nine societal isolation. Whoa. You didn't just you didn't just fake that one? No. Damn. Um, That's really good. We I think we I almost need like a few minutes to like, you know. And lastly, we need to roll for our required inhabitant. Um, so I think I'm thinking about calling the inhabitant something different. Like, so we can have whatever we want in addition to this, but this is something we have to have. So we can choose to have this and humans, or just this, or this and humans and elves and all this other stuff. But we have to at least include this inhabitant in it in some capacity. Right. I don't think I've ever wanted bionicles more. <laughs> um, and it is thirteen goblins. Not bio- what is it? Goblins. Goblins. I have okay. Goblins. Let's let's like define what gob what a goblin is first. A little green, think- little green boy. So they are short. Little short green boy with the big nose, the big like pointy nose, and they uh, <laughs> you're wearing tattered clothing probably. Um, I think well, some of them, some of them are more well off. They got the big Some, <laughs> Some of them own two pairs of socks. <laughs> they got big old here. Actually, what I can do more than me, um, more than me. Yeah. <laughs> what I can do is actually this. Um, I can go ahead and draw <laughs> a little goblin here, so we know what a goblin looks like. I would love that. Ooh, um, this is gonna be good. So you got that. Uh, you need the nose. That's important. There we go. There's that. Um, you got the ears. Those are kind of piglet ears, but I'm kind of, you know, who said goblins can't be cute? No one. No one. There's that. No. Could you uh, toss us? <laughs> got that. He's a little out of apple there. 
Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> he's got this. He's got this kind of big, um, big tunic. I would like it to be a cable knit sweater, but that will that will suffice. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Yeah. <laughs> like his like his grand goblin. Grand goblin. Oh, that's knit, a knit it for him. All right, all right. Grand goblin will be a. Uh, a now it's, it's important to remember. Narrative. It's important to remember all our words because he also has to be a ninja. No, 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 he doesn't have to be a ninja. She does, though. <laughs> but I'm already drawing this ninja goblin, so I. That's think... actually rather impressive. Well, so with a mouse what if pad? What if ninjas attack this low, uh, low fantasy gothic town, okay. and these these goblins have to learn their ways in order to defend themselves? <laughs> you have to learn how to throw a shuriken. <laughs> it's a, uh, okay, yeah, that's a shuriken. It sure is. Um, so we. So, how much do we want to make ninja a Japanese thing or not? I don't think it needs to be. I don't okay. think I know enough about okay. Japanese I just... culture to be. Um, so this is cartoon. Throw a smoke bomb, disappear, ninja. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like parkour. Oh, the parkour. The main character is a parkour goblin, right? Running but through like, society, and then there were solar flares that um, ultimately made a bunch of people sick, and you have to stay inside, and you can only go out at night because of the radiation. Maybe you can, the uh, you know societal isolation. I think I remember reading somewhere that solar flares are very hard to predict. Is that correct? True? I think those should be a completely like tertiary problem. I think the hair attack is what keeps keeping people inside and away from each other. Okay, well, that's hilarious. This is what I'm thinking. This the is a comedy. Died is because these solar flares cause something to happen, and they can never be prepared for when those solar flares are going to happen because they don't know. But it's like if you get caught outside when a solar flare hits, then you get attacked by your hair for some reason. Your hair or just my your hair? Your own hair. It's all my hair, actually. Yeah. <laughs> your uh, own hair. Is at. Oh, uh, screwed. Exactly. The the solar flare makes the tendrils of your hair, right, attack its owner. Because it rhymes. That's divine. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> we have hair. So I think, I think the solar flares cause the hair to be attacking in some capacity for some reason. Yeah. The magic sun energy right. awakens the magic within their hair. Because they're goblins, correct. So are we only do is this a story about goblins? I think that we can you know what would make this kind of dynamic is like the goblins are going through you know, humans and goblins are like the two sentient um species on this in this world. And like the goblins are affected by all of this because of their magical blood and the humans aren't, but then maybe they send aid. Or I mean maybe it's a slight different pitch. Yeah, for sure. Maybe. <laughs> They're afraid that the magic in the goblin's hair will get transferred to humans eventually if they don't get rid of them. Ah, uh, ooh, that's a little more disastrous, isn't it? Yeah. Plus, we also have to make this gothic, so it kind of does have to have a, like a little bit of like a shadowy, dark vibe. I think. Right. I like the idea of these goblins being like expert craftsmen. 
like yeah. architects and stuff like that. Now yeah, you really gorgeous like little cathedrals and stuff that they that they're living in and stuff like that. That might be a cool kind of a step <laughs> to play with. You guys uh, dog wheezing right now, just like absolutely wheezing. Sorry, what about wheezing? No, I don't totally. hear your dog. Absolutely, like, dog's having like an asthma attack. Not really, but Aww. she's just she's right here, and she's just oh, the little one, the no, little I one can't. that lives on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna get her a little bit closer to the mic so you can hear this. Okay, cool. I'd love to. Can you hear that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I hear that mildly. No, nope. I heard. I heard it mildly. Let me, t- let me turn you up a little bit. Yeah. Uh. I'll, I'll put it in post. I'll have her record into a mic, really nice. Um, Please. But, oh my gosh, that's so loud! Wow, you you should you should get that checked out. Uh, yeah, dog's close to death. It's an old ass dog. Yeah, she's very old. Yeah. All right, let's put. She you lives back. to live on laps. That's the kind of dog it is, you know. Move over here now. I'm sorry, right, I, think I just made things harder in post. But... <laughs> and then she just sneezed. She sneezed, coughed, and I rain. heard that. I heard all of those. Um, okay. All right. Now. Let's get back to it. So goblins, goblins, <laughs> right. ninjas, gothic, hair attack. I want a main know, character that is a parkour ninja goblin that can only go out in the daytime. That's how I feel. And his name is... The daytime. Remy. No, that's the rap from Ratatouille. Yeah, we can't do that. We can do... Um, uh, Remy. <laughs> Remy. Remy. <laughs> We can do Remy. Romy. There we go. That's the one. Romy. <laughs> we can do. Um, oh, wow. Well, that's nice of Zoom. They just said, running out of time, we've removed the 40 minute time limit from your group meeting. Thanks, Zoom. Thanks, Zoom. So this episode brought to you by Zoom. Anyway. Everybody, thumbs up. Thanks, Zoom. His name is oh, his name is Remy. It. I did it. Look, his name. <laughs> and he loves to work. He's so good at what he does. He, um, and so uh, they call him Rim for short. And for a little bit longer, since he's so good at working, they call him Rim Job. That was so long to walk for that terrible joke. I regretted it immediately as I started <laughs> doing it, but I didn't know how to derail off of this train. And okay, let's just move on. Um, it crashed. Like it's the trade is gone. <laughs> um, but here we got we got um, we Thanks can't. Um, his name is or their name. Her name. Do we want it to be a girl? Actually, I thought Linnea picked. Yeah. Female I mean, woman. we just have to. We can cut this, but we have to have a little bit more uh, uh, gender equality. All right. You well, know, for the podcast world, obviously this will be cut. <laughs> she'll. She's a female goblin named as we had picked from the beginning and decided to do from the beginning named <laughs> hold on i'm thinking ah. so she's a hard worker she's like a hard working gymnast essentially right as a parkour yeah let's go with that so um, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, is 
working on her parkour skills. This sounds like a, we're doing another kid one. That's this is interesting. No, no, no. Okay, hear me out. So she, she parkour or ninja ness, right, is not like um approved upon in the goblin society, but it's like her passion. It's like her love, right? Like she loves to like, you know run and you know jump off of buildings and shit i think it's so, more laughed at necessarily than like yeah let's go with yeah, yeah let's go with laughed at so so she's this is like her kind of like private passion so she only does it in the dead of night and by day she works um as a hard worker on the cathedrals or like whatever you know what's a what's a ninja e the day job like a job um, carpenter like jesus jesus wasn't a ninja wait <laughs> Jesus is the greatest ninja of all time. Well, we don't know, you exactly. You heard it here on construction. We don't know what Jesus was, you know, at, at, by the dead of night, you know? <laughs> anyway, a good job for a ninja. I mean, like, I don't know. I usually think of ninjas after they retire or whatever, they just, like, make weapons. Okay, I assume that she wasn't old. No, she's not. Surprising? not. I, I'm not saying she's, but I'm trying to see. I don't really think of nin, ninjas having day jobs, you know? But, right, but I mean, I'm ooh. just like, I'm like blanketing uh, ninja into just parkour behaviors because this is in Japan. Yeah, well, I, I like, like to make like razors because of all like, the hair. <laughs> I kind of like the idea that she used to build cathedrals, but now maybe because of all like, the societal isolation people are just kind of there's no more need to visit cathedrals and stuff like that people just right. living at home and there's so she's no longer and getting to pursue that passion but now she's getting to like run through all these like gothic construction sites sites yeah that'd be really cool there we go yeah um and boring. again there's societal isolation because of the solar flares and the hair issue yeah and the, the solar flares are getting bad enough that it's gonna take out the cathedrals it's gonna like mess I, up the domes or whatever. Wouldn't it just mess up the people? That's what I thought it was. Like the solar flares triggered the hair to fuck up the goblins, and if the goblins can't work, then the things fall into disrepair, just like also society, and that's how society works. I have a question. <laughs> yes. One, you goblins have hair. Yes. Correct. Yes. Yes. They Two. have Josh's hair. Two. <laughs> Why do goblins not just shave their hair? What stopped so, them? So let's say, okay, I'm going to get so, a little biological here really fast. Um, the human hair follicle only extends by feeling maybe one centimeter above our actual um, thing. But in goblins, their biology is that they have feeling in their hair up into maybe like six inches. So they can't cut it so these without incredible pain. Exactly. Does that mean like older goblins have really long hair? Yeah, and then extra long follicles. So as they get older, their follicles get extra long. Yeah. <laughs> or their their feeling follicles. So it's like if you're like nine years old. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Ooh. Interesting. And that's why the solar flares make them act up, because they like messes with the nerves and that are in their hair. Right. And they can't just cut it off because it would hurt very painfully and you know, it's a lot easier for an older individual just like um COVID-19 to be more susceptible to the virus or the uh, occasion at hand um <laughs> so if if their nerves go all the way to the end of their hair can they use their hair for things yes I would like that that does that give sounds us interesting. options because she can be like running and then like wrap her hair up around something. yeah 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 so it's like an extra limb their hair is like an extra limb so yeah. when this hair attack happens 
Are, is, is the, are the solar flares causing their hair to act independently or are they themselves going crazy and attacking with their hair? I think it takes them over somehow or like maybe like envelops them and then like turns them to ash or something like that. Yeah, I think that um, or both. solar what? flare will happen and it'll fuck with the chemistry of the hair, right? It's genetics. And then those signals get transferred back into the brain via the nervous system and basically make them go crazy kind of like mad cow. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I like that idea. I had another idea that I don't like as much, but I still kind of want to say it. Yeah, say it. What if instead the solar flare <laughs> burnt the rest of their body except their hair, so they were just basically these tumbled <laughs> with evil hair that were rolling around? Well, I think that Eve. once... No, I think that that can fit, right? So it's sort of like for a period of time, like the uh, radiated hair, right? Mm -hmm. Um affects their ability to be cognizant or cognitive or whatever. It makes them kind of crazy and maybe attack others, right? And then when they die, the hair still has a life of its own and then detaches from the body and goes forth. <laughs> so so are we still wanting to make this like a comical, like a potentially kids thing we were pitching earlier? I don't know. I think it's maybe going where it's going. <laughs> if it doesn't if it doesn't kill them, what if their hair just like pops off that's what i just said and well but like you said they die what if they don't die well the body dies right from well, just like what if it's more like a lego piece that's what i'm saying like it just kind of hops off turns into this humble and, then, and then you have this guy who's like hairless and like i don't know where the fuck he went well then he doesn't have it he doesn't have his extra limb right yeah he's missing one of his five limbs i kind of i don't know i always gravitate to doing things that are really graphic and upsetting I it is gothic like, we do have that i kind of do like the idea more of this hair like ripping itself out of someone's head and like yeah I mean, it sounds a little bit alien so I'm here it. It. maybe it's possible to survive it but it's really like it's really rough and it, like the thing as soon as it breaks off of you and it's attacking you too so i mean you could have a scene where one of our other main characters gets caught <laughs> in polar flares and his hair rips off and like starts Ooh, and what if what it if it's like blood running down his head and <laughs> like running around like i don't know i think that could be cool no no no. but yeah yeah yeah. and so like what if you know the owner's hair right once it pops off he can still feel it or she can still feel it Ooh. interesting right. because then it's so like you just destroy it because it would cause you pain right but Ooh. it would cause you so much pain also to destroy it so you have like a another older character whatever it is with you know their very long follicles right having to make a choice between like you know letting its hair <laughs> kill our main character or killing the hair and risking dying themselves from the pain of killing it what if the hair evolves to what if the hair evolves to be more like a tick where it just sort of like eventually begins just be able to like suck the life out of its host and like gets stronger more form more power something like that that's that, like later see, in the series it's yes and that would be a later in the series yeah that would be a later in the series idea because it's like when you got struck by radiation so let's say i'm a 90 let's say i'm an 80 year old uh goblin right with that's a, a goblin lifespan we're gonna call it 200 years um <laughs> I, young. I decided on this Stout. you want to be a, <laughs> like basically like a 35 year old yeah but i mean the point is that like i think that every year you have one inch of nerve expansion into the into the main i'm just curious how much hair grows in a year i don't know let me look it up yeah Keep talking 
Well, I mean, this has been well. good. <laughs> well, not quite. Not quite. And so you have like this L. Okay, let's call it a middle-aged one. So one that's a hundred years old. If they let's say live for two hundred years, and um, oh, we need like some sort of like a. Here grows an average of half an inch per month. Right. So they grow six inches a year. Yeah. So theirs are slower because that includes nerve development. So that would make sense. Sounds like an inch a year. Yeah. These goblins can have some wild hairstyles because they're gonna have to like be like putting their hair up and like having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're getting yeah, you know, like whatever. Would would certain hairstyles just hurt? Now this is getting it's getting real bayonetta vibes. Do you guys know a little bit? No, I don't. Only from Smash Brothers. Yeah, so she's a Nintendo character. I don't. Okay. I never played a Bayonetta game, but apparently she's like a ninja that uses her hair to shoot guns or something. Oh yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Bayonetta does, but she's a ninja that uses hair. So I'm just pointing out there's a there's a connection here somewhere in this entertainment world. Got him. <laughs> uh, I don't think our goblin's going to be quite as um, sexually driven as Bayonetta, because if I remember correctly, she is a relatively um, sexual character. Oh, but, yeah, so, you know anything much, with Netta at the actually, end. We do need to have a discussion really quick. What is the sex appeal of these goblins? How sexy are these goblins, Josh? <laughs> like they- to each other, or like? Well, obviously, to their. I mean, I think they find like each other attractive for sure, okay, but I think but maybe that the human humans crossover? keeping them in isolation don't find them attractive, or maybe there's how, a few. How thick are these goblins? How thick are these goblins? Thick. I assume that the goblins and the humans kind of have more C's than you can pronounce. So we got these sexy goblins that use their magic. So they're they're goblins from World of Warcraft. That are those goblins sexy? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Let's find out. Yes, please. Let's all here. Audience, take out your phones. Dial five 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 five. Which is your nearest corona testing site. No, it is that's probably one one two. It's one one two. It's our it's our hot goblin or not app downloaded off the app store and you rate these goblins by most sexy to least sexy. Yeah, they're not too sexy. What's the least sexy goblin you guys have ever seen? And why is it the ones from Harry Potter? No, I said World of Warcraft. And why is it? Why? Those goblins are nasty in Harry Potter. (laughs) They are. They're so nasty. They're so hard to look at. Well, you remember Ripplebindle or whatever? Of course. Yes, that's almost his name. But the point is that they were all males, which is also really weird. Um, Goblins in Harry Potter? Yeah, there are tons. They're the ones that ran Gringotts Bank. Gringotts. Tony, I'm gonna I'm gonna send these to you, and you can you can choose oh, what to do you, with them. Are, are you sharing some hot goblin pics with me? Oh, I, you know it. I, I'm pretty sure if you go on DeviantArt and just search hot goblin, you're gonna get some results. Um, <laughs> but so we got magic hair attacking. Um, oh, so I like this. Your hair is a being. The solar flare causes the hair to turn against you. At this point, I say we just cut out humans. This is just a goblin story. Really? Because I kind of felt like... I, I like that. I mean, I, I like that. And let me just like out loud pitch this and probably take it back in like 20 seconds. Wow, but... these are some... Um, sorry, I just got Josh's goblin picks. Um, these Why don't you send them to me, Josh? Not safe send for me work. The... 
He's the one that is in charge of this whole Zoom thing. Well, I want to see the perversion that was shared without me. I'm going to share the public (laughs) to our innocent audience. So I would like to think that the world is kind of made my point. (laughs) Goblins versus humans, and the solar flares negatively affect the goblins more so than the humans, and so that kind of adds an underlying um, purpose to our 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 hero's. quest to be a ninja right mm-hmm. so sort of like to keep safe her community or maybe you know like prevent humans from fully infiltrating their their territories i should say maybe because that would add a depth to the story that gives the character a purpose yes does yeah. that make sense yeah possibly possibly open to changing that slight shift yeah. So humans relatively unaffected by all this, right? Correct. But there still is fear of the goblins because these crazy hair goblins that have been hit by the solar flare have attacked humans now. Before, <laughs> goblins were almost Ooh. like this, like, are they real? Are they not? Like, you know, and they're like a legend, like in real life, you know? It's like the whole, like, people talk about goblins, there's stories about goblins, but no one knows if they're real or not. But now these crazy hair goblins are attacking, and they, they start thinking, like, oh, shit, we got to do something about these goblins. We got to destroy the goblin right. forest or whatever so that we can get rid of them. Okay. But maybe there's, like, a lovable young human who gets saved by this, our main character, Ja. <laughs> ja. <laughs> a little little and they work together to get back to the humans to tell them that it's not the goblins it's the solar flares so they don't destroy the goblins habitat and then the humans and the goblins work together to make a cure or something i don't know yeah there we go i mean my understanding though is sort of like they are competing for territory as two very different species right and so like they were i in my head they were kind of like in contention sort of like um our political system from the beginning (laughs) possible but it could also be something like they both want to live in places the other don't want to live like maybe goblins it's like maybe it's like a shrek kind of deal where goblins like like being cut messy and like doing this and this and this so they want to live in like swamps that humans don't want to live in you know what i mean right they like to they like a challenge so they like to be able to build these really intricate really cool gorgeous gothic structures on horrible horrible land <laughs> you mean halfway submerged in swamp yeah that'd be dope yeah, yeah. that would be pretty dope well and, and then we also like some of like we have like these great cathedrals in the human world that like people are like oh these buildings have been around since before our ancestors and it turns out they were really built by goblins who oh. left this area mm-hmm. to move on to new areas so do we have half breeds do we have half breeds in this scenario I don't think, yeah. Very taboo. Very, very taboo. Yeah. Maybe you have one half goblin, you know. That might I feel be like, because that would be like, you know, I feel like there should be an impetus here. Like, it's like, these solar flares are happening, it affects one species on the planet, or one sapien species on the planet, drastically, i.e. the the goblins, and then the like, humans are sort of like, what the fuck's going on over there? Because I assume that there are still trades between them, you know, like, there's still it's there's still an economy between I, them. I, I was thinking it, it really is more like they don't talk to the goblins. Like the goblins ever, are mystical beings, essentially. Like they live deep in this shrouded, well, fogged and up. That would, and that would that would 
take into account like soft magic, right? Or yeah. soft fantasy. It's there like, we go. Yeah. And yeah. so it's like the Forbidden Woods, and there's all these creatures, and because like there has to be other stuff for the goblin to interact with. It can't all just be hair chasing them around. So there are like other creatures in this woods. <laughs> the tumbleweed so, yeah. hair. <laughs> and, and all this they, stuff, and like they have to, they have to not only they have to get to the humans out of the forest, but the humans are now starting to cut down the forest because like, you know. For most, well, maybe the humans aren't even cutting down the forest to like kill the goblins. Maybe the humans just need those resources. As we do. And the As goblins have to get there so they can to build out a stone. There you go. Wait, what? Repeat the last statement? The goblins do a lot more like work with the quarry more so than taking Got natural it. resources. Okay, so they're mineral workers, and then the humans are working yeah. with wood and natural resources. Okay. And the goblins have to, to prevent their, their home from being destroyed, have to go and teach them how to, like, use stone instead. There you and go. a little carpenter boy who goes into the woods and gets lost. He falls down some big hill and, like, gets cornered by some animals, and the goblin <laughs> saves them. And then they have to go and get back to the humans, and in doing so, are also going to save the day. It's kind of like a fern gully situation. Fucking love fern gully. Gotta you know? say. Gotta say, one of my favorite movies. What if the that little um, child teaches our goblin parkour, or like the start of like the ninja obsession? You think that it's just like you should already know parkour? We, no, no, well, no, 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 no. But it just it's like, like four story. It's like a four story to like lend depth to their relationship. In like their the way like great friendship. A kid's super obsessed with ninjas, like that goofy sort of like yeah, yeah, that base runs, level like, knowledge, but. I like the idea. So maybe the goblin already knows parkour, but the kid who falls down the hill yeah. is in a ninja costume. Yeah. yeah. He's playing ninja and he wanders into the forest. And so this goblin thinks he's this great ninja warrior, when in reality he's just this kid in a ninja outfit. Here right. we go. Yep. And, and-, <laughs> and so as they're going, this goblin's actually like like as like a survivalist like she's using her hair to swing around and she's like has like knowledge of rudimentary weapons and stuff because this child bears the costume of the of the greats or whatever it's the headband it's got to be like the headband that gives it away you know that you know for a a span of time this goblin is like oh like great warrior like what do i need to do and you know we need to clear this cliff right this kid has no idea of what you know he's talking about but he ends up inadvertently pushing the goblin to push her abilities yeah i, I like making extreme you know like statements even though he doesn't know what he's talking about and i, I, yeah. love, I love the idea of there being a lot of like shenanigans like he just gets lucky like he keeps yeah. falling down stuff and it ends up looking really cool or whatever yeah but in reality, like- he didn't plan it or think it was going to happen right like but, slips yeah and I like the like, you know, this kid thinking that he knows a lot and then telling this goblin to do things that emboldens the goblin to push her abilities, right? Even though he had no idea. So she leaps across, you know, 30 feet between, you know, like the Grand Canyon, something look, you know. And she's like, Oh, I did it. And he's like, Yeah, you did it, but he had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. He, he just has <laughs> eyes closed the whole Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, Cool, yeah, okay, next you can do. Like, <laughs> you know based on just like things that he thought he understood but which would be cute and maybe there's a little bit of like a little bit of betrayal because like oh there's the big one um 
Oh, there's the snow cone. <laughs> there he blows. <laughs> but so here's what. Sorry, I got distracted by the big dog. Um, I'm kidding. Maybe there's a little bit of betrayal because so he tells her that he's respected and he can get the humans to stop cutting down the trees, and right. he and so she's like, "Oh, okay, great. I will help you get home." so that you can help me do this. But he, in reality, doesn't have any, he's a kid. Like, he's not gonna yeah. be able to like convince anyone to do anything. Right. And so they're having to get back. She thinks that she's doing it to save her people. He's just trying to get home. Um, but you know, they learn a lot along the way. And then when they do get there, they, they are able to like talk to the adults and get a deal and all this other stuff. So it's like this nice little Shrek journey almost. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> like, you know, and, and they, they, they become better at things along the way. And then, like, there's some confrontation right before they get to, like, the human, you know, um, outpost where she's like, wait, so, like, you didn't know anything about, like, you know, ninja tree all along and you just had me, you know, jump across a cliff and you thought, you know, like, I trusted you. And then the kid's like, I'm just 12. Well, like, yeah, but it was cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, just that sort of thing. <laughs> because goblins can't, I guess, interpret human age, which would make sense, because, like, when can we look at a dog and know how old it is unless it's, like, extra old? Yeah. Like, you know. Not saying that goblins are like dogs, but you know, you get the gist. You like, race species. You, you, ra- you race. <laughs> you <laughs> speciesist. Like, <laughs> um, so yeah. But yeah, it's got this nice little world. So let's let's do a quick summation. Um, what, are mm-hmm. we, what are we doing time wise? I think we started. I think we have like twenty more minutes. Yeah, it's hard to know when I'm not jumping up every 20 minutes to do uh, cam checks. <laughs> right. We got, oh, ah, we got goblets. who are like these mystical creatures dwelling in the forest. Um, right. these great shrouded, fogged up forest. And people have tales of these creatures that live in there that are some- Your t- dog is breathing so loud. Uh, you might have to go. You're so loud. <laughs> it's so very loud. loud. Oh, bye, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so loud. Repeat all the things you said last. Uh, Gosh. <laughs> um, so there are goblins in the forest, this great shrouded forest, and they have to go. Um, they have, are able to use their hair to help them move around and accomplish things. They're great builders. They're building all these huge monuments in the forest when suddenly solar flares start hitting. Um, right. Sorry, that's, I'm going to get the dog out of here. One second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There are goblins. They're outside <laughs> in the forest. They're building monuments, solar flares. Their hair starts attacking them. Um, so where do we actually land on this? So the hair tries to free itself from them or it's attacking from their bodies i think it's a it's a two it's a two it's kind of like any um disease or virus right like it has stages and so you know like the first stage of um the solar flare disease in their hair follicle hairs is that it messes with their uh neuro um cognitive abilities right like it makes them kind of crazy and then the next stage is that it gains strength from the uh, host body right so it's drawing more nutrients from the body than it should be normally so it can gain strength to separate so yeah exactly so we have like three stages like stage one is like you know lethargy from (laughs) 
from the uh, goblin. And then the next stage is, um, you know, it drawing way too much energy and starting to make them act kind of crazy. And then the third stage is it finally separating from the body itself after it's made the goblin itself very weak. So first stage, angry goblin with crazy hair. Yeah. Second stage, shriveled up goblin being carried around by hair. Right. No, I think they just kind of stay in place like a like a snake molting its skin. I mean, I like the idea of the hair dragging the goblin body around sometimes. That sounds like spooky. Puppet, like they're worked like puppets at that point. Yeah. It like just the, finds a good place to get energy and hunkers well, down. It gets, I mean, it gets the energy from the goblin's body. Right, it finds a good place to do that and just stays yeah. in one spot. Yeah. Does it. And then... And then, you know, and then finally it separates. However, the goblin still feels what happens to the hair and therefore motivates this parasite virus to have the goblin protect it. I, I'm just imagining, we were talking yeah. ago about like the, the second stage, like the one where they're basically being drained for nutrients. Yeah. Imagine so that our two protagonists are walking through this cave, right? Yeah. And they look up and they just see hanging from the ceilings just like Ugh. hundreds of these goblins hanging like puppets from these strands of hair in like this cave, just frozen still. And they're like, oh, crap. Like, <laughs> you gotta be quiet and all this other stuff. And oh, like, yes. Ooh, and they're like bats. And so the issue, right, is like, okay, like, here's the, the, two, the two sides to this, you know, um, goblin hair virus. It's like, once the goblin hair detaches as we've already established the goblin will still feel the damage done to the hair so the goblin becomes the hair's slave now what is the hair's motive just to feed yeah so just to get to anybody and so that in theory would imply that the hair could infect other hairs without a solar flare sure like the hairs like just if they can't find a host they just sort of magnet magnetize toward each other Right, and migrate so, towards each other. Like, so it's like if I it, encountered like, like a street mullet, right, and it came up on me, and it like licked my hair, my goblin hair, right. Then now I'm infected. Maybe that's why the goblins and the humans need to work together because right. although the humans they're not affected by the solar flare, this hair can latch onto a human. Yeah, that would be good. And, and so it poses a risk to the to the humans, even if, you know, yeah, so. What yeah. if like, they still can't get infected? Like it can just like physically attack them. It's like a way more terrifying sort of threat but to here's them. like what makes it less pleasant is sort of like, if you kill these hairs, right? Like you kill the hair, you almost might kill the original host, even if they aren't there. Why and not? So, I think we do. Well, but the whole point is that there's, the goblins are still good, right? It's just saying that you want to be murdering say, goblins, you know? Saying, let's say you did, you, your hair got infected and you chopped it off in, in, a, in desperation to save yourself. Extremely painful, but you would still, if any damage happened in that chair after you, hair, after you chopped it off, because the hair is still preambulating, mm-hmm. you're getting hurt by it. So like not only to be safe, you would have to not only cut it off, but restrain the hair and keep it safe. Right. You're still- so what if, what if the longer the hair is away, the more likely the host is to die? Well, that would like, make the longer the hair's been separated. Because it, I mean, it doesn't... I always think it should be opposite. I think it should be like yeah. the longer you're separated from your hair, the less connection you have to it. 
Because I like the idea okay. of being a, a character that they meet at some point who has survived having their hair turned. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's they, what I was kind of logicking out. It's almost like cutting off an arm to stop. I mean, this doesn't is right. yeah, yeah, that makes sense for sure. Poison getting to you, so you cut off that part of the body. Or I'm not poison. Let's say like gangrene or whatever. So you cut yeah, off. Yeah, no, yeah, I got that. I got. I, I've understood, but I'm just trying to raise the stakes here. Yeah, well, and I, I'm saying I think that that get, does kind of well, it gives you an option because even if you get hit by it, there's still a possibility. I like the chance that there's like then people don't think of it because like you're not going to cut like it takes a lot to cut off your own leg, and this is how people right. cutting off your hair. Right. And so, like, not only that, it's like such a small window. Like, you have to do it like pretty much immediately, or it's too late. This one person does it, and then they had to like capture their hair because, like, even after you cut it off, it can still kill you. Because if now, now something happens to it and it dies, you're screwed. Because hmm. it right. still has to get nutrients, right? Because if the hair dies, so it's like let me too. let me paint this narrative then. So Wait, it's the, like this, uh, that's where we were at. No, I don't think I think we're still trying to find a way to live. So the hair pops off of the troll, or he cuts it off. Either way, goblin. I'm sorry, gremlin, troll. goblin. I'm Look. sorry, they're all green and ugly. Okay, <laughs> so the hair pops off of the gremlin, right? Goblin. And, oh my gosh, I'm losing my terms. The hair pops off the goblin, and mm. he still feels it, or she still feels it. But now this hair can also affect the way the hair of a human behaves right and there's a lot of like you know like in in like the major city centers of like the human world like there's kind of like a does that really exist like you know your your country folk know it it, it exists and that's where that boy comes from and that's where our you know um our main character and that's who we, you know they interact right he takes his sword out to the woods because he's gonna fight the hair monsters right because it's you know, affecting his community. and He's heard know. a rumor that the source of the hair monsters is in the forest. Right. And it's just not the case. <laughs> well, I mean, but it is the case, though, right? Isn't it? Well, yeah. Like, they are coming. Are. You know, they're coming. So, like, he does that to find the source of the problem, but he learns it's not a simple, like, it's not a simple, right. you can't just go kill these things, because then Correct. we're killing all these goblins who are, like, friendly and, like... be just a genocide. <laughs> Yeah, and genocide is not okay. Proud to hey, hey, kids, listen at home. Don't do genocide. Don't do it. Don't. Instead, know, smoke some weed. Yeah. And if you're uncomfortable with that, eat it. To commit <laughs> genocide, just smoke a fat duber, and the world would be a better place. That's what they're called. Dubers like tubers. Um... <laughs> Fat old doink, also. Yeah, a boink. Now this episode brought to you by a fat old doink. <laughs> um, yeah. Boink while you boink. Um. Well, anyway, what else do we have to talk about in this thing? No, so I'm just trying to like sum this up, like the, the storyline here. So basically, um, the the major contention with the plot here is like, okay, the hair can affect then humans, right? They can infiltrate the human hairline and um as a result can get into their brains but it doesn't you know because human hair is different like it has like you know much less of a you know feeling range than the uh than we've established that the goblins do right so what if it just grows really fast and covers the humans and that's how it <laughs> controls them? it just turns into these hair monsters i like that i like that i like that i like that <laughs> 
yeah it spreads it spreads and so there's like a living human trapped in there but the hairs yeah. like yeah. literally working they're, they're chewbacca's so humans are becoming chewbacca's everywhere yeah yeah <laughs> um so yeah i i feel like we've this one was kind of easy i feel like we've gotten I think we're running close to time anyway. I don't actually know. I didn't check what time we started. This might be a shorter episode. Um, I mean, any last thoughts? Anything we want to talk about? Uh, let's just... Oh, man. Okay, so we have low fantasy, gothic, ninja, solar flare, uh, societal isolation. I mean, we could expand real quick on how the societal isolation affects goblins or just like sum it up really fast. Um, we talked about it briefly. It's just because they can't go outside because they don't know when these solar flares are going okay, to happen. Yeah, that's and they're right. only safe. They're not exposed to it directly. So it's like they're living in this thing, but this girl keeps sneaking out to go parkour in these old ruins and stuff like that. And then meets a stupid human boy. And then they in team up. In a ninja up, costume. In a ninja costume. And they team up and they go back to the human um, outpost slash cities city to, um, I guess, communicate and be like, hey, like, we're sorry that our hair is attacking you guys. Um, how do they fix it? That's exactly what I was thinking. Is there some sort of like a chemotherapy? Shield like what is up? happening? <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's yeah, you know, it's I think they just need to find some kind of well solar flare detection program. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just they like they work with the humans to find a way to predict solar flares. Actually. That sounds that sounds wholesome. Can't stop combining, a tsunami, but we do know when one's coming. Combining technologies. So oh or the nice. so, I don't know. So the goblins give them the ability to Big work with hat. metals, right? They give yeah. them the ability to work with metals and they give them the technology to predict solar flares. Yeah. Big old hats. Or big old hats. Yeah. Big old hats. They, you see, like, the cultural exchange, right? Yeah, and yeah. They help each mm-hmm. other grow. Yeah, but I do like the idea of at the end of it, the goblins <laughs> are outside, but they all just have big fancy hats. Yes, like, I mean, there's I an alarm that, that well. goes off, and then they all just pull out their hats. So just <laughs> like a... <laughs> or it and, becomes a part of their culture, like Japanese rice hats. Exactly like those. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I think that that's hopefully not too racist. Um. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you've been very racist to goblins during this call. This whole time. <laughs> it's horrible to goblins. I'm the worst. I'm sorry to all the goblins out there. You've been through a lot, you know. Um, your story is a brave one, and I all respect to you. I'm sorry Lene is a bigot and can't tell the difference between a goblin, a gremlin, and a, a, a troll. Troll. <laughs> A troll in the dungeon. <laughs> Might as well throw a gnome in that list. I know. I know. But uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be it. I guess. Any last thoughts? We need a we need a title. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Um, um mm. no, this is a tough I I Ninja Goblin doesn't sound great. No, it doesn't. Um so there's hair, there's fog. Uh, hair so we spray. call it the hair of the fog that bit you. <laughs> One more time. Hair of the fog. Like the hair of the, of the dog that bit you. Oh the, my god. Of the what? Hair of the Hair of no, the fog that bit you. It was nothing. It was a joke, Linnea. I didn't. I just didn't hear it. Linnea. A Lin- joke. Linnea. Linnea. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 
Okay, um... Molecule need. <laughs> what? Molecule need? Wow, your your mic is like your your um hearing is horrible. I said follicle me, like hair follicle. Oh, that's funny. Um, that's but funny. nothing. Follicles, follicle, follicle flare. <laughs> right, solar flare. Follicle flare. <laughs> mm, interesting. Not horrible. I don't Not hate horrible. It. We're getting there. How do we make it darker? How do we make it gothic? Um. Okay. One sec. Um. Dark follicle flare sounds like an anime move, right? Yeah, it does. Are you ready to experience my dark follicle flare? Could anyone, <laughs> could anyone be? How about we name it the forest of follicle flare? <laughs> Hold on. I have nothing. I have nothing. I think we have to go with. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I thought you were gonna say hair. I really thought you were gonna say hair. Hold up. Um, the hair yeah. that ate my father. I don't know. Hair's breath. Um. Hair's breath isn't bad. I mean, that's like a very like accessible title. You know. What are, what are some common sayings <laughs> with the word hair in there? Um, mm. the hair that broke the camel's back. Straw. A good haircut. That's true. It wasn't a hair. Um, bad flare day. Bad hair day. Okay. Bad um, flare day. I know. Bad I know. Flare I'm just, day. Um, and we made it by a hair. You know that statement. By a hair. The Split hair of a hair. Leave. Split of a hair. A flare flare of a hair. Flare. flare. <laughs> I really call it follicle flare. Okay. That sounds mm. fancy. Yeah, we can we can use that as our working title, right? We'll let because I'm sure when one of us are falling asleep, we'll come up with something better. I feel like <laughs> we need to what we need to do for the future at the end of the show is we just need to call someone at random and try and instead of doing a summary just to us three, we have to call someone who's not involved in the call, <laughs> try to explain <laughs> the story to them. Ooh, that, that's how we get guests out here eventually. Exactly. So, uh, starting the next episode, I'll arrange. I'll have someone ready for us to call at the end of the episode to try to walk. I feel like here's our gist, and then make up a title. Yeah, I guess I could call someone right now. What's okay. the well, what's like the like one position below call, a four on a call? Call site? Connor. Connor would be the type to pick up things quickly. I'll call. Yeah, I'll call Connor. Oh, Connor. No, he's not. What about um the guy he lives with? That was the room that we cleaned out. I'm gonna call Paxton and see what he's. Yeah, that's who I meant. Paxton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he would be good for that. <laughs> Paxton doesn't answer. Maybe we could do Leo. <laughs> no. Hey, Paxton. You busy? <laughs> why? What's up? I just need like five to ten minutes of your time. Um, so you're on speakerphone. We're doing our uh, co-struction podcast. Uh, you're here with Josh and Linnea, and we wanted to pitch. We wanted to pitch a story to you if you got some time. I have time. I'm rolling a joint right now. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Perfect. Um, okay. Perfect. <laughs> so the story is called. Do we start with the name? Absolutely. Uh, no. No. Absolutely. He, I thought he was deciding the name. 
Oh, no, well, no, 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 no. We, working title then. Working title. Okay, never mind then. The working title is Follicle Flare. Follicle Flare. So, the story takes place. Wait, dude, is it modern day or is it a while ago? It's actually not on our timeline, but another Earth. Okay, so this is on another Earth. Naturally. And we open in a forest, like a swamp. But this swamp has all of these grand cathedral-like stone structures growing out of the of the marsh, out of the muck. And as we're watching, you see this little figure dart through these cathedrals, running around, and you realize it's a little goblin girl. Her name is Fa. A little, <laughs> a little goblin girl, and she's parkouring all over the place, right? Just like jumping. Yeah, but here's the thing. She's not just using her hands and her feet. She's also using her hair. She's manipulating her hair to help her, like, run through these ancient structures and gather up supplies or whatever. She goes back home. She talks to her goblin mother. You basically find out that there's this... The goblin mother. The goblin mother? The goblin mother, yes. I'm taking some artistic liberties as I tell the story. I'm adding some flavor. Go for it. Go for it. So they get there. And um, you kind of find out that there are these huge solar flares that are causing the goblins to be trapped inside their houses, okay? Um, Because if the, and this is maybe explained, she maybe runs into one of these creatures as she's parkouring again. If If you're a goblin, you get caught outside during a solar flare, your hair goes crazy and starts attacking you and then eventually like drains you of life and stuff like that. Um, so basically, they're trapped inside, but she's kind of like a forager. She's like running around getting things. When one day she stumbles across a little human boy in the forest, he's dressed like a ninja. Uh-huh. And she thinks that he's a real so ninja. He's like a ninja, or is he a ninja? He's just dressed like. So he's like, basically, this little boy, what happened is. Is in costume. So he's these a goblins, boy. Yeah. So these goblins, they live in this forest, right? This big fog shrouded forest. The gob forest. And outside of (laughs) goblin forest, there are humans going about their everyday lives. And goblins to them are kind of just like this story. You know? (laughs) Like, no one really believes in goblins. They just think there's something in the woods so they don't go into the woods. Except for the country folk. And, um, but they are starting to get attacked by these creatures from the woods that they don't, like, if anyone goes in the woods, they're getting attacked. And they don't understand what it is. What it is is these crazy hair goblins. Like, Naturally. have started attacking him. But the boy, he decides he's going to protect his family. He's playing He's playing hero. He dresses up like a ninja and goes into the woods to try to, dis, to try to fight these monsters. But he's in way over his head. He gets lost, and he ends up getting his butt saved by this little goblin girl who protects him. Um, but she thinks he's dressed like a ninja, and so she, she thinks he's some kind of great warrior because he's playing it up because he's a kid. Um, and they basically make an agreement that she's going to help him get back out of the woods. And in return, he will talk to like the leaders of his village to help the goblins out. Yes. Um, and then after that, it's just kind of your standard journey story. You know, they're going through as they're going through they're you know, they're fighting these hair monsters, other creatures in the forest. They have to get, um, what was it? What else was it? Oh, at one point, you know, she, she eventually finds out he's not really a great warrior and he can't do anything to help her. And like, she has to decide whether or not she's still going to help him get out of the forest. Obviously she does. Um, 
and eventually, you know, they escape. Um, but they find that the humans are also being affected by this hair stuff. Like it's now the infection is spread to them and turning them into these big, basically hair monsters. And she and the boy team up to help fight it. And then the humans and the goblins team up in the end, happy ever after. Um, but you know, that's the, the unification of two races. That's it's the bones. Oh, yeah. sorry. Because of a hair plague. It's the hair plague that unifies two races, right? Yeah. Now we got we had we had some very weird terms we had to work with. I just want you to tell me if we got all the elements in there. It had yeah. to be low fantasy, gothic, and it had to have ninjas in it. <laughs> had to involve solar flares, something called hair attack, and societal <laughs> isolation, and then had to include goblins. Do you think we do? Do you think we hit all of the bases there? I think, um, yeah, I think you hit most of them fairly well. Mm -hmm. I think it could be more gothic of a story, yeah. And mm -hmm. uh, perhaps a way to explore that. Uh, uh, I agree with that. My first thought is Frankenstein, right? How Frankenstein is like, you know, kind of exiled. So, my, I mean, maybe there's something with uh, the goblin hair girl. Um, and you might have said this, and I didn't catch it, but she is somehow ostracized from her society and is on some sort of a quest not only to save the day, but to redeem herself. That's interesting. I, I like, like that. that. We I really like that. are with the gothic being more of the aesthetic for it. Like, like, yeah, like. That's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Like, you hit most of it pretty well. And I even meant, I meant to say that you had hit that one as well with that. Uh, and I think that is an important note that um, she is mildly ostracized from her society, which is what makes her more open to helping the human get out of the forest. It's the, the parkour is laughed at. So maybe we need to have some sort of redeeming of parkour in there at some point. Right. Yeah. Parkour redemption. Yeah, parkour redemption. Thank you, Paxton. Thank you for the. Thank you. No, for the, he needs to give a title. Oh well, we already gave. Well, do you have a better title than follicle flare? Because we don't love it. <laughs> yeah, I wanted him to give us a flares title. in the gob forest. Um. Well, it makes me think. The story makes me think of Princess Mononoke a lot. Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, so I don't know about a name. Uh, I don't like follicle frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked Gob Forest. I feel like if we could throw that in there yeah, somehow. I mean, Gob Forest, forest isn't, and we could call it Gob Forest. The forest I, mean, that's, Gob. I mean, Gob Forest is shorthand, so it makes sense. Um. Yeah, we'll just we'll just call it the Forest of Gob. How about that? Ooh. The Gobfather is another good one. The Gobfather. <laughs> hair, hair flares in the Forest of Gob. <laughs> Oh, no, no, no. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, so we have, um, I like Gobfather, so, Gobfather Fire. <laughs> Nothing. All right, thank you, Paxton. You've been a lot of help. Um, thank you so much for your time. Um, and Thanks, Paxton, if you can hear. <laughs> All right, goodbye. All right, so that's our episode. We did our pitch. We explained our story. We got a good note. Uh, we'll work that into the rewrites. But uh, I think that's going to be it for this episode. So I have been Anthony Wilkinson. I'm Josh Robbins. Lena Anderson. And until next time, happy building. <laughs>